Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives or soy you can be confident your numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency numana.com a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster that's numana.com n-u-m-a-n-n-a.com Jagged sky. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Welcome, everybody, to Dr. Krupa's Natural Health Hours. You've got the dynamic trio, and all of us are not at 100%, but usually the show brings us back to life, and hopefully that will be the case tonight. Uh, we've got Susie and Bill both back, so uh, it's a full compliment. The phone line will be open. If you would like to call in, it is 832 832- Two two zero six one six three, and you can also go to DocKrupa.com and go to the chat room. You'll see it on the top of the screen. Susie built the web page, and you can also go to Spreaker. But I don't remember how to tell them to go there, Susie. Where do they go for the Spreaker chat room? go Spreaker.com. They do a search. Uh, Krupa. It'll come up. Click on that. And then it's kind of hard to see. I don't have it right in front of me. You'll see a little conversation icon. And you can click on that. And that'll take you into that chat. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. And um, here's a little bit of what we got on the table tonight. You guys know we mostly hate politics, and we try to stay away from politics, but politics won't leave us alone, and it's causing a lot of the stress, which is wearing out people's adrenals and thyroid, and it's just a real pain. But anyway, we got Biden earmarks. We can't pay the bills here, but you're going to love what he wants to, or what he's already sent money for. 
We got the Navy using a non-binary drag queen that they think is going to help them recruit sailors. I was in the Navy. This would only piss me off. Um, for every corona shot, there's a new statistic, and you're not going to be surprised if you've been listening to our show. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Margie up at Calico Farms. I was up there this last weekend getting some of my raw dairy products. Oh, it's heaven up there. If they only made scotch. Um, and there's a new study about fluoride. And we've been talking about fluoride on this show since forever. But they keep studying it like it's something new they're discovered. And then San Jacinto County deputies did a raid on something that I think is just a kind of a waste of time. And Stuart Rhodes, um, one of those are trying to give 25 years prison sentence from January 6th, and you're going to really be surprised when you hear that story. And eye problems coming up. We got Carrie Bone, who I've had the pleasure of attending a few of his talks, and they were very small groups. I was blessed. Uh, but he is uh, one of the co-founders of MediHerb, and we got some of what he calls his essentials. So that's pretty cool. We'll get into that. And the Trump verdict that just came down recently, uh, is this, no wonder people don't believe in government or the judicial system anymore. And Mitt Romney had to open his mouth and had a few things to say. And poor George Santos is in trouble again. And the border. So we'll get to all that. Uh, first thing, Susie and Bill, say hello to everybody. Let them know you are breathing, that I haven't pre-recorded you. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Yep. Hi, welcome and welcome. All right. So, let's see, ladies and gentlemen, they are here. You know, we've been really lucky. We've had so many different countries that have showed up that people have listened to the show either live or after the fact. But one has stood with us the longest, and that's India. And I keep praying that they're going to call in or send something to the um, website or the chat room about recipes and stuff because Susie and them would click really well. So that would be kind of cool. All right. Let's get through some of this crap so we can talk health and nutrition in a little bit here. Biden earmarked, I I, I don't know if it was 500000 or or $500 million. I think it was 500000 for transgender youth and other groups study in Pakistan. Now, if you can't pay the bills here, and they're worried that if the dollar quits being the dominant currency and the English language is no longer what all the pilots and air traffic controller guys use, they won't be able to print money. Right now, they can print money because they control all that crap. And they don't have to pay it back. And they just act like it increased the debt. But they're just printing more money. But 500000 to basically study transgender crap. I, I got a feeling in Pakistan, nobody's running around doing a parade of transgender drag queen crap. Susie? 
Well, no, but they're they're pushing this worldwide. You know, this this agenda is is worldwide. Um, you know, some some countries um, have told them, okay, I, it seems like I can't go a single show without saying this, but uh, wasn't it uh, Nigeria that told them to pound sand and and offered them a, a bunch of money for? Uh, perpetuating this agenda. So yeah, it's a uh, and and the guy the the Nigerian president, I believe it was Nigeria, I'll look it up after I get through rambling. Um basically said, you know, Americans were idiots. Um, you know, foolish that uh no thank you. Um we don't we don't want that here. And I wish they would delineate uh, between Americans and uh, that actor. Um, his name's Jim Fetzer, I believe. Um, that's uh, that's printing money and doing executive orders. And, you know, EOs, uh, in my book, is essential oils. Um, I don't know, maybe the, the Biden actor needs, like, some lavender rubbed on his temples. All right, Bill. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard about that, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just, just have a basic feeling that Islam is not particularly tolerant of that um, kind of gender noise um, or activity, um, at least openly. And uh, so, so I, I don't know what really to make about Pakistan now. <laughs> But but the fact that they're sending them a bunch of money and as you say they can't take care of our own folks and our own problems here is uh, I, I, I have a little problem with that nothing to do about it but I have a little problem with it yeah because voting doesn't do anything about it um, we used to think it did but it, nope. it we've been proven wrong in that all right next sad thing on the top of my list was the navy I was so proud of the awesomeness of the Navy and the, the military might. And now, like Budweiser, Bud Light crap, they went out and got themselves a Navy non-binary, which means he doesn't declare himself as a man or a woman. He's really confused. And um, did a drag queen um, recruiting kind of little commercial. And it was sickening. And I can't imagine that anybody's going to go join because of that. You know, what people keep forgetting is this drag queen, transgender stuff is a very, very small percentage of America. And the rest of the world's looking at us, and they don't know it's a small percentage. They think we've gone nuts. But it is a very small percentage. Budweiser has lost 20% since they went and did this woke craziness, the Navy is already struggling to do recruitment. And now every Navy guy I know and woman does not want a trans queenie on the ship with them, in the bunk next to them, in the cockpit with them, nowhere near them. They don't want that. They want to know that there's somebody there that's got their back, and if it comes to conflict, they're a team. 
not that the guy is going to be wondering if he's got the right eyeshadow in for going to war. <laughs> so that's it's not what we like, and it's disgusting. What, what, what color eyeshadow would be appropriate for war? Um, I don't know. Most women, most women probably have declared war a few times at the home front, so we need to ask a woman. Susie? Well, it's uh, a very uh, rare occurrence that, that I wear eyeshadow. So that means a very and rare... When I do, I look, yeah, when I do, I look in the mirror and I go, who is that? <laughs> I love that because I, I think most women that wear makeup don't need it, and those that need it usually don't wear it. <laughs> All right. So, Bill, uh, what, what do you think about the the Navy? Susie's wondering about the eyeshadow for going to war. What, what do you think uh, the military guys are thinking about when they run a commercial to bring trans guys into the bunker? I, I just, I think that's just hand-me-down stuff from the White House to the Secretary of Defense who passes it on down. I, I can't imagine the, I can't imagine the Navy, the Marine Corps, any of those, any of the services um, actively wanting to recruit. I mean, do, do you really think a drag queen guy is going to sign up for military service? And really? Well, that one or guy that did the commercial out. did. But, you know, here's the thing. You've got General Milley, who was almost in tears yep. talking about the woke crap one day. And then you got the Secretary of Defense that seems to be going along with him. So for the first time that I know of in my life, the guys at the top, um, I'm I'm not sure that there's a lot of masculinity there. I I don't know what's going on. No, I think I think it's political pressure. Yeah, that's sad. I think I think, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So we're not uh, too terribly far from. From Fort Hood, um, I, I don't care what they change uh, the name to it. It's Fort Hood, um, and I don't know. Probably hour and fifteen minutes, some hour and a half, and uh, so I, there's an awful lot for some. Well, I would say for some reason, of uh, gun rights activists in that area. So you know uh, why someone retires you know, from the military and then stays in that area is beyond me. Um, but uh, th- there's a lot of them there, not to mention uh, C.J. Grisham, uh, the founder of Open Carry Texas, is in Temple. Okay, so that's a stone's throw away. So he still knows people, and, and I know a lot of gun rights activists um, that are, um, you know, they're, they're veterans. They still go there to you know, shop whatever with their with their PX benefits or whatever. And they have shared on social media pictures of soldiers um, in um, miniskirts and, uh, like, black uh, fishnet stockings. So it, it it's happening. Now, is there a lot of it? I don't think so. Uh, but uh, it's, it's there. And, you know, one one to you if you say something to your... Um, you know, fellow soldier that's in a skirt and fishnets and high heels. You know, you're going to make me start drinking early. Right. Yeah. What a, yeah. what a, that vision are you put in my head now? I can't get rid of it. It's evil. All right. 
if my if my dad was still alive and if he was in the army, and and some dude walked past him in fishnets in a mini skirt and high heels, uh, he he would be court martialed within an hour. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. For every corona shot, the rate of infection goes up. So all them people that lied and said, if you get the shot, you're safe. You don't get infected. I think Joe Biden said, it's you unshot people that are the problem. Because if you've been vaccinated, you don't have a problem. You don't get sick. You don't transmit. Well, Joe lied through his teeth because he didn't know what he was saying anyway. But um, they were all wrong. And now one of the new studies by uh, Frontline Health said that for every corona shot given, the rate of infection goes up. And this was checked out. I I think they did some research at the Fort Worth Hospital in Texas. So just what we've been saying forever, Susie. What do you? What a surprise, huh? I feel um, I feel so vindicated. Uh, I wonder if they'll send us some kind of a plaque or some kind of a award. Maybe, <laughs> Bill. What do you think? Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it a little funny that we've been preaching this forever, and now all of a sudden, all those conspiracy theories and misinformation people were right. Yeah. Yeah, I the thing one of the things that bothers me about all that doc is they know the folks who got the shots and they know the folks who didn't. What are they going to do to the folks who didn't? They're going to put it in their food. Yep. And uh, yep. it came out in a report this last week that uh, it's much easier to uptake the mRNA into vegetables. Um, they're not going to stop, um, you know, putting it into to meat. But for some reason, um, you know, maybe it's through the root system, you know, some kind of a, you know, drip irrigation or, or whatever. But, uh, yeah, and, and their first experiment is with, uh, with lettuce. It's already being done. And uh, I'm seeing, because I'm still on Facebook and other social media, more and more people uh, posting pictures of stuff that they bought, and then they read the label when they got home, and it says bioengineered. So that's pretty rampant now. Yeah, it's out of control. Uh, it, it is downright sickening. And what they've figured out is um, a lot of people might not eat that many vegetables, but the animals that we eat, the cows and the pigs and the chickens might eat the vegetables and so if the cow eats the grass and the alfalfa and all that good stuff and you eat the cow then they put it in the vegetables that the cow ate you're gonna get it Uh, i'm pretty convinced that they've already figured out how to put it out into everything because they were talking about during the pandemic that uh, they figured out how to transmit the shots from people to people without ever getting another shot. That's scary. Yep. 
All right. On a lighter note, I went up and got dairy products at Calico Farms, and they have a new building. If you guys remember, a couple of years ago, I pulled up to get my fix, and the fire department was still putting out the fire. Their building had burned down, and it looked like arson, they said, because fireworks had been put at the front door. And a lot of people are crazy. They don't like raw milk and dairy products. They think it's unsafe. But if you kill it with high heat and make it nutritionally dead, they feel so much better. So anyway, I went back up, and they had everything. They had the raw butter. They had the chocolate milk called fudgy. It's got six different kind of chocolates. They had goat milk, cow milk, <laughs> kefir, cream, kombucha, um, eggs, ground beef. They had ground beef, and it was buy three and get one free. And they they assured you that no antibiotics, none of that crap in their animals. So that was kind of so cool. How much was the ground beef per pound? I don't know. Uh, I did not individual itemize everything because I was they had people getting stuff and I was carrying things out to my truck and putting them into coolers <clears throat> and uh, I was talking to um, Margie that's working there and uh, she was so happy that they now had a building because before that they'd been sitting outside in the heat the cold the dust uh, it was it was not cool but now they got a pretty nice little building where the old building sat and they got all the products because before they didn't have all the products because they didn't have room to put them anywhere. But I will find out for you, or you can go to Calico Farms. And they had another deal. If you're like me and you buy a lot of milk at one time, normally raw cow milk is like $10 a gallon, Susie, I think. You, you, you nine would know. Is what I'm, and, uh, but nine, yeah, nine is what mm. I'm paying, but... Um, I've seen it uh, ten to twelve dollars. Yeah, well, they had it for five if you bought so many gallons, and uh, I I buy two goat and five cow when I go up there because I freeze it. So she so, said. So she so said. They're, yeah, they're yeah, their ground beef is ten dollars a pound. It's it's kind of high, but you can trust it. You know, uh, we talked about it in our recipe segment so many times. You know, you can make ground beef go a really long way. I can feed a, uh, eight people with a pound of ground beef, uh, you know, if I, uh, you know, amended it properly um, and, uh, you know, added, you know, lots of veggies or, or added pasta to it. So when you think about that, if you fed, fed 10 people, even if you fed four people, let's, let's just be average with this, at $10 a pound, $2.50 for the the meat for the protein and then plus whatever pasta or veggies you added into that even at ten dollars a pound for four people you can't go out and eat for that well yeah and in this case it was thirty dollars because you're buying three and getting the fourth one free there you go so that because i wasn't going to do it at first uh i said that ground beef's probably really expensive and she said maybe a little bit but she said you won't get ground beef like this hardly anywhere, and we're giving you one free. So, Margie, I love you. You talked me into it, 
And here's something that one of the reasons I brought her up today. She came originally from Chile 28 years ago, did illegal immigration, and she is not happy at all with what's going on at the border because she came here the right way and did it the legal way and is very proud of that. And now she sees all these illegal immigrants coming up here, and she's not happy. And probably spend $20,000 or more to come in uh, legally. Oh, you're probably right. And she said 28 years ago, so that's probably back then was a a, a very expensive thing to get here. They, yeah, uh, but if you're Russian or Chinese and you've got 80000 they'll they'll get you across the border. Yeah. See, that's right there. That's why it's such a, a, a big deal. It's, uh, you know, it's all about the, the money. And then if you don't have it, they keep you in indentured servitude until it's paid off. And, you know, I bet they don't pay minimum wage towards that debt. So, in a nutshell, Biden is precipitating uh, the slave trade. Yes, and they're making me take classes on all that crap when they're the ones doing it. Uh, here's something that I don't know if you guys paid attention, but that Mayorka guy who is the uh, Homeland Insecurity Chief, he said, the border, the border is not open. It is not. And the problem is that uh, Congress has not done anything to make this problem better with a immigration policy. When I thought, well, wait a minute, when Trump was president and it was only two years ago, they didn't have any of these problems. None. So maybe he's lying to us. I can't believe he would lie to us. But he did get tough. He said, from now on, if you cross that border illegally, we will not let you pick the color of your iPhone. You don't get to pick the color of your backpack. And you might not get to stay in a five-star hotel with free meals. We're coming down on you hard. And I was proud of him for that because I, I think that's a tough punishment when you can't pick the color of your iPhone. All right. Uh, Susie, I have a bread question for you. I had a loaf of bread from that company we bought from a uh, long time ago down in Florida. Uh, anyway, it was frozen. And I brought it out of the freezer, and I was so proud. I was going to warm it up and have it with some great homemade soup that I had made. And I cooked it, and I cooked it, and I cooked it, <laughs> and I cooked it. And I brought it out of the oven, wrapped, thinking, ah, I'm going to have fresh, wonderful bread. And it was still harder than the cutting board. What do I do? What was wrong? Well, I, I've read, and, and I read up on this, I don't know, for I don't know, a couple of hours, it seems, uh, some time ago, because I had the same, um, same issue with, uh, that bread, and as well as some some bread that I get at the the store that uh, they keep in their freezer section, and there's just something about uh, you know the airflow um, in in the freezers that just contribute to um, to the drying out process. So evidently, there's a 
there's a couple of ways to prevent that, but you know that those loaves come in that brown paper with um, a, like a cellophane window so you can see the loaf. Did you freeze it uh, like that, or did you do any um, additional wrapping? No, just like it came. Yeah, no, that's that's what happened. So uh, after the next uh, break, I'll, I'll pull out some of those tips for freezing bread. Sounds good. How about you, Bill? Have you run into that? Um, no, but, you know, those, 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 those really hard loaves of bread make great pavers along your driveway. <laughs> Uh, these could have been weapon grade. This was some stuff stuff. Hey, if an intruder came in, um, <laughs> yeah, the bread wasn't going to break. I, 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 I thought about putting it outside for the birds, but the only bird out there I think could have handled it was the woodpecker. <laughs> and I hadn't seen I him. Saw one of those. He's a real loud mouth. I told him to hush. He didn't. <laughs> All right, guys, it's break time. We'll be right back. And uh, remember to listen to those words, Susie and Bill. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Krupa's Natural Health Hours. It's May 10th, 2000 in Biden. Misery and misery and misery. We'll be right back. Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives or soy you can be confident your numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency numana.com a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster that's numana.com n-u-m-a-n-n-a.com She told me 
You ain't nothing like my daddy She told me how to dress And how to drive She told me you don't kiss Like my old boyfriend But my favorite thing she ever told me Was goodbye Wherever she is I hope She stays there Whoever she's with He's welcome To my nightmare It sure is nice It's paradise Without her in my hair, wherever she is, I hope she stays there. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Dr. Krupa's Natural Health Hours. I know that girl. I'm pretty sure I know that girl. Um, Anyway, I love that song. I just love that. And it was a true story. Bill Anderson uh, said that it was a word-for-word true story. So that was cool. Have you guys heard that one before? Nope. I was just wondering what he did. See, I knew it. I knew it. It's always, what did he do? (laughs) She probably got tired of him coming home with flowers and a bottle of wine. and You know, she probably got tired of all that. Him wanting to watch a chick flick, you know, those things probably upset her. All right. New study. We've known this forever. Fluoride tends to reduce your IQ, and in children, it causes them to be ADHD. What a surprise. We know fluoride. Damages the thyroid and the adrenals and messes up your hormone chain from the pituitary and the hypothalamus down to the testes or the ovaries. And we've been talking about this forever. And they keep doing studies. It's like, I guess they got government money and they just need to waste it on something, but Once you find out fire is hot, you don't need to keep doing studies to find out fire is hot. Um, That brings me to New York has finally banned gas stoves, gas heaters, gas anything from here on out. And now somebody in the, the government has decided they're going after dishwashers. And I don't think they mean you, Susie. I think they mean the mechanical one. But anyway, they want dishwashers eliminated, changed, or something done to them. They've lost their mind. Have you guys heard anything about the gas stoves and the gas heaters and all that? And now dishwashers, Susie? Yeah, I mean, I heard a little bit. I, I don't listen to much about, uh, you know, what New York does. They they got the government they deserve. Yeah, really. 
Which brings me to Bill. Bill, what do you think? You want him to come get your gas stove? And Can you imagine if we all had electric stoves and electric heat? The electric bill would be so high you could not live in your house. Yeah, something like Well, they're just so busy trying to outdo California um, and trying to put themselves on the map as, as liberals and... Uh, and conservationists and worry about the environment and stuff. They, you know, they, they, they never look fat. They never look at consequences. They just got to do stuff to get their headlines and, and get their name in the press. Well, they're going to have a lot of people in California identifying as black because they're going yep. forward with reparations. And, you know, this, what's so funny in a sad way about this If I was black, and I may identify that way, um, but if I was black, I would be very angry that they thought we were so stupid because we had a dark tan that we would buy the story of a state that never had slavery paying for slavery. Now, it just, it doesn't make any sense at all, and they're still doing it. So I, I I don't know. Does, does that make any sense to you, Susie? No, it makes no sense at all. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm over here going. Um, well, about eighty-five thousand children are missing that were um, brought across the border. Women are missing. Um, they're they're uh, being um, put into the sex trade and uh, slavery. And I just wonder, you know, will will they get reparations? Good question. And on the and we didn't touch fluoride before we go to Bill. Don't you think it's funny? We've been talking about fluoride forever, and they keep doing studies on fluoride. And no, um, you 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 you. you you got it, Doc. It, it, they keep getting grants from the government. They keep getting money to do this stuff. If the did, government didn't give these folks money to do this stuff, these folks would be out on the street. Yeah, they'd have to get jobs. They'd All right. Get I want, a real job. Well, just if they prove these things are, are bad, uh, detrimental in studies, but they don't quit using it, it's like, they prove yeah, that happens. politicians are criminals, but they don't ever hold anyone accountable. Yep. Boy, that's for sure. Uh, did you guys see the the verdict for Trump? This lady accused Trump, and I didn't hear the whole story until yesterday. So after I heard this, I just I, I would have died laughing if it wasn't a, a, a real-world thing happening. But New York... And Washington, D.C. are so corrupt that no honest, decent person could ever get a fair trial. Anyway, Trump's there for a trial because she said he raped me and he assaulted me. Well, to me, the rape is the assault. And this woman said on CNN, which I think is still a network, that she thinks most people find rape sexy. I've never heard that in my entire life. I think that is a moronic statement. And it, 
This yeah. is a lady that is on the far, far left, and she's in one of those groups that hates Trump. And they said some rich billionaire, they didn't mention his name, but we got a pretty good idea who that could be, paid for all this so she could sue Trump. So anyway, we we get her into the trial, and Trump said, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but she's not even my type. But she says... <laughs> 30 years ago, but she don't remember what year it was. But she's pretty sure it was about 30 years ago that she met Trump and she was going to try on some negligee, model it for him so he could see if it was somebody he was dating or married to or whatever. I don't know uh, if he thought she might like it. So the lady goes with him willingly into a dressing room, she says. And this was a very, very high-end store with very, very busy place and people working all around and people in and out of the dressing rooms. So if you tried to rape somebody, it would be noisy. There would be a struggle. She said he raped her and assaulted her and it all took three minutes. She doesn't remember what year, but she's pretty sure it was in the spring because she was wearing spring clothes. The jury does not find him guilty of rape, but convicts him of assault. <clears throat> now, I'm sorry, guys, but raping somebody is assault. And so if you found him not guilty of the rape, you had no business laying some label on him other than the fact that somebody got to you with money and paid you off because you certainly weren't a jury of his peers and it was New York City where they're trying to get him for political stuff. And she can't even remember what year it was and they paid her $5 million. Now it's going to get appealed. But every legal mind I've seen on anything is saying this is the most ludicrous crap they've ever seen. Susie? Well, they're just keeping on. I mean, they're going to throw everything at him. Uh, they're going to try to, uh, you know, burn through his money, and uh, they're going to do anything they can to keep him from running. You know, he made a sarcastic, I thought, uncalled-for comment, I don't know, a few years ago, saying that, you know, if he walked out onto Park Avenue or, or whatever street he named, um, which used to be nice and affluent, and, and, and now it's a, a dump, um, and it shot someone, uh, you know, just point blank, that his supporters would still support him. The only reason I bring, and no, I didn't approve of the comment, but the only reason I bring that up is, they can't do anything to turn the MAGA crowd uh, from him. They can't. So they're going to try to soak him for everything they can and bring, uh, have George Soros pay for, um, you know, the defense of, uh, not defense, but, but the lawsuits for all of these, you know, issues that they bring up and so why do you think George Soros owns the courts and the DAs? 
it's just very sad. It's, you know, what's happened now is the whole world is laughing at us, and everybody knows the ludicrous ridiculousness of this, and it keeps happening. And it's so sad for Trump. Um, I, I just feel bad for him. Bill, what do you think? I mean, it, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. She can't even remember what year it was, if it happened. And it sounds to me like it never happened. I, I would be surprised if, if there is a woman anywhere in the world who has been raped who can't remember when and where. But it's she, all politics. It's just, it's just all bullshit. She did remember what clothes she was wearing. <laughs> Apparently not much. Yeah. And she had her eyeshadow on for war. All right. San Jacinto County Sheriff's Department here in Texas recently, with taxpayer dollars, raided a marijuana grow house. Now, are you that desperate for something to do and waste taxpayer dollars when most of the nation in the world is going to legal marijuana and marijuana stores. And it's just, it's kind of like going back and arresting somebody because you think their family drank during prohibition. That's about how silly this uh, reparations is for slavery. But right now to me, this is just as silly that we're we're going through this, uh, it it just makes absolutely no sense to waste. And you know these guys are like they're like the fire department. They love to go put out a fire, um, but to me that's that's ridiculous. There is no excuse for raiding a grow house. Who knows where those people were selling? You go down to the border, you you could probably find all the drugs in the world and they're coming in free so at least these guys were growing it here it was american made i'll give them that susie well again it's follow the money there's no federal available uh to local pds and uh sheriff's departments for for their bus you know through um asset seizure I forget what they call it exactly. Um, and so you could take their land, their cars, their cash. Um, and, uh, and this is before um, anyone's found guilty. So, yeah, they needed some money for their department. So that I'm, I'm just pulling this out of thin air. They knew where, where this grow house was. They just waited until, well, the county's not going to increase our budget. Let's go over there and hit that grow farm. Probably so right. Bill? Yep, money and power. You know, and that's the problem with our country, if you ask me. We have a unjustice system where you get up in the morning if you work in the unjustice department, no matter whether it's local or federal or whatever. You have taxpayer dollars in your wallet. You don't miss lunch or supper. You don't get thrown in jail for some trivial crap. 
you can destroy people's lives because not all of us have the kind of money somebody like Trump does. And it's a big joke. Prosecutors just want to put another feather in the cap. And it, it's just, to me, it's criminal. The Unjustice Department is the real criminals right now. There might be a lot of good people working in some of these places, but they're being manipulated into treating good people bad and ruining lives because it doesn't cost anybody any skin in the game. And, and I just think that's so wrong. That brings me to Stuart Rhodes. He was, I think, the head of the Oath Keepers. He did not go to the Capitol on January 6th. He did not do anything wrong. But he was staying at a hotel in Washington. And what he saw on TV, he went down and ordered the Oath Keepers out of the building and the property. They want to give him 25 years in prison because a jury of God knows who in D.C. found him guilty because he had given a speech about your oath and because that he was the head of Oath Keepers. And he said, I'm sitting in jail and I never went to the Capitol I never violated anything, but I'm I'm in jail right now because of who I am, the head of the Oath Keepers, and the fact that I had given a speech about, I guess, keep, keeping your oath and honoring your oath. Now, that's how corrupt things are, and I don't understand this, guys, why, if we have a majority in, in the Congress— why are they not stopping this crap that was going on from January 6th when Liz Cheney and that corrupt bunch hid the videos and the truth? Susie? Well, they're doing absolutely nothing. You've had uh, Louie Gohmert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, um, you know, may, may have been another one, that have marched around and done videos there. They tried to get in to do an inspection, um, which that is one of the duties of uh, Congress. The, the, they oversee, uh, you know, the prison, the federal prison system. And, but no one has done anything. These people, some of these people have been in prison for over two years. And, that alone right there is against the Constitution. And one of the things I, I don't understand, and of course this is above my pay grade, um, maybe one of y'all will know, um, Washington, D.C. is a neutral zone. It's not a state. How is it that charges can be brought up in that state? In, in, in that neutral zone. It, the, the founders wanted it that way for a reason. It was ideal. It's 10 square miles of neutral zone where 
they plant the president and and the Congress and all the ABC agencies and uh, look at an overhead of it. Uh, it's uh, the, the the buildings are shaped uh, into a pentagram, and uh, so that's you know my tinfoil hat comment for now. I can't promise not another one, but I don't understand the legality of being able to hold these American citizens in a quote-unquote neutral zone. Um, I just I don't get it. Bill? Well, I think you guys, you know, said before, you know, these people could do anything they want to do, and they do. And whether it's in violation of the Constitution or any ethical violations, um, it doesn't matter. They're, they have an agenda, and they're doing what they got to do to have that agenda happen. Yeah, I'll tell you what. This is so wrong, so evil. I don't think I know of anything more evil than what happened with the January 6th Liz Cheney crowd now that we found out thanks to Tucker Carlson and a few others that made videos of that. We know the truth about January 6th, and it was literally, other than a few people that were just stupid, very peaceful. They got tour-guided. It was respectful, but it was all set up by Nancy Pelosi and her little bunch with electronic surveillance, and they had to get the people inside that circle for their phones to be picked up. But you can burn down the police station and most of the businesses in Minnesota and Portland and Seattle and Atlanta, and not a single person went to jail. Nobody even is paying any fines from what they're saying. But if you voted for... What's that? Yeah, bring this home just a little bit. Uh, We had riots and... uh, uh, dangerous uh, protests at our state capitol um, just last week or late the, the week before because uh, the House was going to uh, vote on uh, the bill to stop, you know, um, the transgendering of children. And so this community um, showed up and uh, created the uh, an insurrection, and one trans man um, uh, showed his, uh, he had on a miniskirt, no underwear on, he forgot his panties, and he showed his genitalia, and no charges are being brought against him. Well, Or the others, the others, all of them. Well, yeah, and that's the way it's been going. On January 6th, we've got Stuart Rhodes, who wasn't even there. And he, they want to give him 25 years. And the Republicans, supposed Republicans, are letting them get away with it. Uh, I really believe, other than a, a small group of people that are up there and the ones that are on the oversight committee investigating Joe Biden and the crime family right now is really amazing. I don't know if you guys saw that in the news today, but they've got up to nine family members, including a granddaughter who millions of dollars were sent to through all these shell companies, and they got it all mapped out. It was really cool. And um, 
they're going to blow this thing up, but who knows where it'll go. And now they have proof, they say, that the FBI and the CIA were behind a lot of covering it up. And right now they subpoenaed the FBI for some stuff, and they won't even give it out. But if it was the other way around, if those protesters that you talked about, Susie, were people that had a Trump hat on, they'd be in prison. That'd be the end of it. They might have executed them already. But since it was the far crazies, it's okay. I'll never forget, they've showed this on the news a thousand times. There is a reporter from CNN or MNSBC, whoever they are, up there in Seattle, I think it was, and the street is on fire. Businesses are burning to the ground. Cars are turned over. Police cars are on fire. And he says it's mostly a peaceful protest. I will never forget that. But if it had been the other way around and a Trump supporter spit on the ground, oh, my God, it would have been the end of the world. It, it It's so out of control. I don't know if you can fix it. I, I, I just don't know. <clears throat> All right. Uh, very, very high risk of serious eye problems of those that got the corona shot. They're calling it vascular occlusion, which is a fancy way of saying blood circulation to the eye has been affected. Now, I recommend all you people that unfortunately got the shot for whatever reason that you take some Cardio Plus, that you take some vascular care, that you take some Ginkgo Synergy or or, uh, the other Ginkgo from Mediherb, that you uh, do something quickly to improve circulation, especially the microcirculation in your body, which is what affects the eyes. Because this is pretty bad, and the study said a very high risk of serious eye problems after the shot. So that's sad. Have you heard about that, Susie? No, um, I haven't, but I'm, I'm not surprised. I just, you know, I'm on a, I started out three days ago on a 25-day Facebook restriction. So they've they've put me in a semi-amount, which cracks me up, because, um, the lady that handled our um, lawsuit, the lawyer, she put something up about um, the jab and the lies, etc. And I typed, I didn't even think twice about it, I typed in as a comment, hang them all. I'm telling you, Doc, Bill, it was like five seconds, this red thing popped up. I was like, whoa. And they said, you're on restriction because you in, uh, you uh, made a comment that goes against our community standards. You were calling for violence. And, I, and you know, it, it gave me nowhere to say anything. I could click, I agree with your decision, or I don't agree. And I clicked, I don't agree. And then about five minutes later, I get this thing back saying, Sorry, we're going to stand by our initial assessment. 
and, and I really wanted them to, to give me a little box so I could type something in. The, the violence of killing people with this jab is okay, but don't say hang them all. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in Facebook trouble. That's why you need to stay off Facebook other than posting the show. At least on Twitter, you can say what you think and you won't get sent to your room. Bill, how about you? Did you hear anything on that? No, um, I haven't. Um, again, no. It, the bad news just keeps cropping up, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and it's all the stuff we talked about before. All right, it's yeah. we're at break yeah. time. When we come back, we're talking about Mitt Romney for a, about a second. That's all he deserves. And George Santos, the representative that's been in a lot of trouble. And we'll be right back. And then we're going to do uh, Carrie Bone. So we'll be right back. Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives, preservatives or soy you can be confident your numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency numana.com a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster that's numana.com n-u-m-a-n-n-a.com Today, they'd be coming across the Texas border, and they wouldn't have to worry about anybody checking their bag. All right, welcome back. This is Dr. Cooper's Natural Health Hours with Susie and Bill and uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is so jealous and hateful of Trump that Trump destroyed him in the primaries when Romney was running for president. And when they said that Trump had to pay $5 million for a conviction of assault, Mitt Romney said he should never be president after he got convicted of that. How terrible. He's not worth the presidency. 
I make sound like a little girl who's jealous that somebody took her boyfriend in junior high. Um, Susie? Don't, don't even get me started on Mitt Romney. Well, did you hear him make that comment? No, I don't I don't listen to any of those federally people. I try not to even listen to any federally news, but with some of the stuff that I do follow, uh, they mention it. And so evidently I'm following the right people because they didn't mention Romney's comment. How about you, Bill? What do you think about Mitt Crybaby Romney? Yeah, so what's new? He's always been like that. The it, only person who takes Mitt Romney seriously is Mitt Romney. I can't believe he ever got elected into the Senate, but that's just me. Our governor, for that matter. All right, and the last thing is George Santos, the representative who got caught with a bunch of campaign lies. He's pretty much the equivalent of Joe Biden, only he's a Republican. And for some reason, Joe Biden can lie day after day after day. Even the mainstream media has caught him in some lies. And it's not a problem. Joe Biden said in front of God and everybody that he told the Ukrainian government if they didn't fire the prosecutor that was looking into his son's case and business, that he would withhold American money. If Trump would have said that, they'd warm up the electric chair. Joe got away with it. And Joe's now got his hand tied in to all kinds of business that brought Chinese communist money to the family. And he said during a debate with Trump that 51 different State Department people signed a letter saying that Hunter Biden's laptop computer was not real. It was a Russian plant. Now we know that was a lie. He's, nothing's happening. Nothing's going to happen. But George Santos tells a few lies and does pulls a Joe Biden only as a Republican. And they indicted him today or yesterday with like 13 or 14 felony charges. I mean, they're going after this guy with everything, but nobody touches Joe Biden or his son. And they've got all the same crimes and a lot more. And at least Santos admitted that he lied. He he made no bones about it. He said, yeah. He said, I'll probably be uh, the chairman of some subcommittee when I come back, if the way you look at Congress. So pretty sad. Susie? I was looking up something online, so I, I heard about a third of what you said, so pass. <laughs> At least I'm honest. Yeah, you are. <laughs> May a weird holy man camp in your front yard. Bill? <laughs> well, this, this, this guy from New York is a little bit strange, um, but... Uh, I don't know if that's if that could be a mark against him for being in Congress. I think they're all pretty strange, uh, but they're going after any any kind of any time a Republican does something, they'll just it, it, it gets all kinds of good news. So yeah, but can, yeah, can you it's can, more the same? Can you imagine? Everybody has seen that live video of Joe Biden as Vice President bragging 
that he blackmailed the Ukrainian government and said, you fire the prosecutor that's looking into my son's business affairs or we will withhold American money. And he got away with it. And nobody says a word. Well, that was kind of my comment 30 minutes ago. No no one gets, uh, I mean, Hillary with her servers, uh, you know, that. I mean, mean, what what did Richard Nixon do? I mean, you know, break into the DNC? Um, Yeah, it's just sad. (laughs) It's just sad. All right, so let's go to Mediherb, Carrie Bone. Carrie Bone, I've had the pleasure of attending a couple of in-person classes with the man. He's from Australia. He is the co-founder of Mediherb, which works closely with Standard Process. They're on the same website, same, same basic people working together. And... This is a guy, Bill, that might give you a run for being a professional student. Um, he, he um, He's a professor. Uh, he's written, I think, six or seven books, co-written some. He's written over 30 scientific papers. Uh, he's done all kinds of herbal research. This is the man that teaches the truth about when they tell you lab tested, lab certified, in the lab it did this. He said, all that's crap. He said, nothing in the lab reacts like in the body. So when they tell you that crap, he said, ignore that. But um, he's been practicing, he's a, a medical herbalist, they call him, 31 years. He's director of research and development at MediHerb. Uh, he's a principal of, of the Australian College of Phytotherapy, an adjunct professor of New York Chiropractic College, and uh, just a lot of education like Bill. Uh, the man's been at this for a long time, and I've attended a couple of his classes, and he's sharp, and and he's the... Or he, he doesn't do so much of the vitamin, mineral, trace mineral like a Dr. Dobbins or me or Dr. Lee, but his thing is herbal stuff. And I've got in front of me a little book, or a booklet, I should say. Carrie Bone, his name is B-O-N-E, Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y. You guys can look him up, sharp, sharp dude. And it's 20 essential products. Now, I don't know if we'll hit all 20 of them before the... Uh, halfway to the show here, but we're going to touch on a few. The first one hits home for a lot of people. Um, It's adrenal complex, and everybody who's stressed can benefit from this. We don't know how much until we try it. But it's for fatigue, stress, common complaints of many, many patients, many patients. And uh, it combines two of the best adrenal tonics, Romania and licorice to give you a comprehensive adrenal support. And there's a little thing that says, uh, it is not the strongest or the most intelligent, 
who will survive, but those who can best manage change. Uh, that's kind of cool. And that's so number one is adrenal complex. Number two is andrographis complex. This one works very well with conjuplex on kicking, but for viruses and bacteria and other stuff. Andrographis is the ultimate fusion of heretic and Western traditions, powerful support for the immune system. Um, king of the bitters. That means it's got that bitter taste. You know when you when you put some uh, anagraphis in your mouth. Works well with holy, holy basil, which is a Hindu tradition, and um, echinacea, and then a very well with conjuplex. Very good for that kind of stuff. It said, in the sky, <clears throat> there is no distinction of east and west. That was a Hindu prince that said that. So, Andrographis is the number two on his thing. These are all herbal formulas, and Kerry Bone's been behind probably every one of them. The third one is Boswellia Complex. And that's got to do with joint health, inflammation. Um, it's got frankincense, which is another name for Boswellia, I guess. And uh, for centuries, it's been proven to be a modern treasure for inflammation, modern health problems like pain after exercise. And Kerry developed this one 15 years ago. Uh, to support natural exercise, minor pain, inflammation, and uh, it just works really, really well. It's just a, a great, great product. And one of the things they found with Boswellia is a lot of people are on very bad um, medications for the joints. And a lot of those medications cause long-term damage, and you keep getting worse and worse and worse. And they found out with Boswellia, even if you've been on that stuff, if you take Boswellia, the longer you take it, the better you get. And so it says, going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and mirth. And again, Boswellia... It's got the uh, frankincense. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty, pretty cool. So that's that's his uh, third. And then the next one, he gets into digestion. And we always talk about don't matter how good you eat or drink or what you do, if digestion is messed up, nothing works. Nothing gets broke down. Nothing operates the way it should. So digest forte is his fourth one down the road. And it's got Genetian ginger wormwood. Wormwood's really good for any kind of parasite. You can use it for your pet. Feverfew, tangerine, and all this stuff stimulates digestive enzymes and supports a healthy digestion. Very, very cool. And up here in the thing, it said, take all that is given, whether wealth, love, or language. Nothing comes by mistake, and with good digestion, all can be turned to health. 
So that was, I think, his fourth in a row there. And let's see what time it is. Yeah, we're going to get through some of these. The next one is Echinacea Premium. That's uh, the Mediherb side. Uh, on the standard process side, we've got Echinacea C. And I like that because it's got the C with it. But Echinacea uh, Premium is one of the favorites of Kerry uh, Bone. He talked about this all the time. And uh, he, he said that... Um, if you're using real echinacea, the right species, the right plant part, the right actives, over the years we have built the understanding of echinacea and its therapeutic power as an immune system adaptogen. And adaptogen means it just helps the body get stronger and stronger and just, and that's probably what a lot of us need with the stress and the worn out adrenals. So that's a good thing for that. And then up here, Lord Byron said, self-defense is a virtue, sole bulwark of all right. So that's kind of cool. So Echinacea Premium is one of them things that everybody probably needs to take a little of, um, especially when you're not sick, trying to stay ahead of being sick, and also when you're run down and adrenals are shot. And then Garlic Forte. Well, everybody knows about garlic. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. It is antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. Helps keep the blood flowing properly. Tastes good. You can put it in your salad if you like. And uh, the distinctive smell that we all know is allicin. That's an active ingredient in garlic. But it's very fragile, so they have to do some very, very great lengths to develop a garlic product that would reproduce the therapeutic effects without destroying the allicin, which is very delicate. And these guys did that. And up here, the air of Provence was particularly perfumed the refined essence of this mystical, attractive bulb, speaking of garlic. Anything on any of them before we go farther? Susie? Um, yeah, I'm always interested in, in Mediherb. I don't, I haven't used that as much as the standard process. Um, so the, the Boswellia complex, would you combine that with um, glucosamine? Um, yes. Or, okay. Yeah, glucosamine, Osterplex. Rumaplex, um, Ligaplex 1, Ligaplex 2, all them in there, and you might find the magic that your body needs. But uh, Boswellia is just very, very fabulous. Bill, anything? No, this is, uh, you know, I've, I've said a couple of times that I'm, I'm always just uh, amazed at uh, the variety of uh, products, a variety of, of of treatments that are available, and how finding the right blend and the right person is is, is, is such a, a challenge. And uh, it's it's just great to hear you talk about this stuff because it really opens up a lot of doors. Well, you really nailed it because it it's finding out what works for each individual is 
the most amazing part of all this because you might give you one thing and it's magic. And you might give something to Susie and she said, that eh, didn't really work for me. And then we try something else and it just reversed. So you never know. Next thing on his list is Ginkgo Forte. And on the standard process side, we have Ginkgo Synergy. These are very good. Um, they're good for short-term, long-term memory. They're good for blood circulation. And uh, Ginkgo has survived virtually unchanged about 150 million years. This is like Susie's einkorn flower. Uh, the medicinal use of the leaves only began in the 1960s when they figured out that was good, too. But ginkgo trees not only survived the harsh environment of the Triassic period, but also the atomic blast at Hiroshima. Uh, this speaks to the plant's remarkable ability. So the Japanese were growing it. They had a couple atomic bombs for lunch, and it still managed it to come back. So pretty, pretty cool. But uh, the main information on the medicinal use of ginkgo comes from clinical trials of standardized extract of the leaves. And uh, it's just an important, important product. And But it's very important to get uh, real ginkgo. That's where, that's where Mediherb comes in. There's a lot of places that will sell you the right name and it's junk. You can go to Walmart and health food stores and all these places online and you're buying junk. But Mediherb will take and make sure that you got the best of the best before they put it out there. All right. What do they have here? Memory is the mother of all wisdom. That's written here with uh, Ginkgo. The next one is Go-To Cola, and it has got some wonderful things. And I think Ginkgo is also in Go-To Cola, if I remember correctly, or the other way around. They're, they're, they work together. But it has been evaluated in diabetic medicine since um, way back, way, way, way back. And ability to assist the natural healing and regeneration of the body. All types of connective tissue. It supports microcirculation. This is another reason, and, and I'm pretty sure Gotu Cola is in Ginkgo. I know it's in Ginkgo Synergy. And this is what's important for those eyes after you've had that corona shot and you're having eye trouble. Um, very, very good product. With uh, ex Carrie Bone said, in his practice, extensively great success. And it says up here, it is no coincidence that four of the six letters in health are HEAL, H-E-A-L. All right, next one on the list. Gut flora complex. Now, we've been out of this for a long time. I don't even know if it's back in stock. But this is fabulous. It's got a few things that really, really work putting your gut back together and making it good. Um, 
it was developed specifically to be the cornerstone of a bowel protocol. And Kerry uh, Bone said he adapted it from his teacher, Hein Zistra, whoever that was way back. And in, in gut flora complex, bowel protocol, base treatment for many, many people. And it's got, if I remember, uh, I'm trying to remember all the different ingredients that are in there. Let me, let me grab my book here real quick because gut flora is very interesting. And we were out of it for a long time. Evidently, it's so good that many, many people were buying it and they ran out. Uh, so let's take a look. What I'm seeing, um, I haven't been able to change the process yet, but full script. It says it's out of stock until approximately May the, the 31st. So at, at least uh, they're given a, a predictive date of when it'll be back. Okay, great. So, uh, I was trying to pull up. There we go. I grabbed my book while you were doing that. So, let me pull up. And I'm trying to remember all the ingredients. Because we've I've made gut flora before without having gut flora. We just put it the, the some of the products together. And here they are. If they don't have gut flora, andrographis, and philandrum stem bark, and oregano, those are, oh, and, and anise, A-N-I-S-E, uh, it's a fruit essential oil. Those are the four main ingredients in gut flora, and they work fabulous, but sometimes you have to make it yourself because they don't have any. All right, so that's pretty good on that. And he said, the road to good health is paved with intestinal well-being. And that's, that's what I always say. I don't care how good you eat, how, what great supplements you might take. If you don't have the gut right, nothing will follow. Nothing. And uh, you will be in bad, bad shape. All right. Getting close to break here. The next one is Jim Nemo. Now, I use this with anybody that has sugar handling problems, worried about diabetes, people that come in and tell me I'm pre-diabetic. And like I said before, you're either dead or you're pre-dead. Which one is it? Um, and you're either diabetic or you're pre-diabetic. I mean, come on. Everybody's pre-diabetic if you're not diabetic. But Gymnema works really good. And... Uh, in his book, he's using the uh, the caplet, and it's um, known as Germar, sugar destroyer. This ancient reputation is being supported by modern research, and he said it's his first choice for healthy blood. Now, if you want to see how Gymnema works in helping you cut down the cravings of sugars and carbs, buy the liquid and put it on your tongue. You will not want anything sweet or chocolatey or carb-related for a long time because it makes the tongue not want the taste of any of that stuff. So you put that liquid gymnema on your tongue, and you're good. You won't have to worry about dipping into the candy bag for a while. 
And then one of my favorites is Herba Vital. Um, that is just a really, really good product. Got a lot of good stuff in it. Helps our body experience great change as we age. So it helps us deal with the aging, uh, including cognitive health, which all of us need, memory function, energy, mobility, kind of a general well-being. Herbivital's got all of that. It's, it's just really good. And let me pull my book for the more specific ingredients. I had a good office manager, producer. They'd have this already pulled for me, but they didn't. Remind me to fire them. Remind me. All right. Let's see here. Let's see. Anybody know the alphabet? Oh, there it is. <clears throat> All right. So what's in uh, Japanese knotweed? Um, milk thistle, very good for the liver. Korean ginseng, very good for kicking it up. It's all called Panax, if you're not familiar with that. Grapeseed. And ginkgo leaf again. They said there's ginkgo again. That's a good thing. So, Herbivital, a great, great thing. Uh, I like to rotate through Immuplex, then Cellular Vitality, then Herbivital. Uh, kind of work your way through to maybe astragalus and uh, maybe epimune, but work your way through all those products. All right, well, we are at break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to go to... Susie, you got some recipes up your sleeve? Yeah, I do. Well, good. So when we come back, we'll go to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll sa We'll save these for... Uh, another day, we made it to Herbivital, which is, uh, let's see here. That's one, two, three, four. Well, like 11 or 12 of them, I think. I just glanced at it real quick there. And so he's got 20 in this book. So we'll continue this probably another time because we're not going to interfere with Susie's recipe thing. And um, anyway, this is Dr. Krupa's Natural Health Hours. We'll be right back. We'll see if Bill or Susie have any questions on what we discovered, and then we'll go to the recipe stuff. So we'll see you in a moment. Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives or soy you can be confident your numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency numana.com a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster that's numana.com n-u-m-a-n-n-a.com
All right, we are back. Susie and Bill, did you guys both know that one? No, I don't know that one, but I want to know the name. I could listen to that all day long. <laughs> Bill, go ahead and tell her. That's, that's probably right nope. up there with, uh, uh, let me see if I can pass the test. Um, uh-oh, where'd he go? Anyways, the stress, stress reliever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that up there with Adrenal Complex. So that's probably an Adrenal Complex song. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> no, I don't know what piece it was. I'm fairly sure it was Chopin. Oh, what a surprise. Is there any damn thing you don't know when I pull it up? Uh, it, it didn't say which one. Oh, yeah. It just said the very best of the Nocturnes. Okay. Is that yep. how you say that, Nocturnes? That makes sense. Um, yes. But yeah, I knew an old piano yeah. uh, organ guy would know that right off the bat. You know, it's funny. When I was in medical school, it was very stressful. And they wanted you to study all the time, and I'm not made that way. So I would come home, and I would study for one hour every night, and that was it. Until Unless we had a test or something coming up. But in those days, and I can't find one anymore, uh, and, and Bill's head doesn't have a broadcasting antenna, but there was a classic radio station with almost no talking ever, just played classical music nonstop. And so I would put on my where, headphones. Was a, where, where, was this, where was this, Doc? Here in Houston. Well, I was in Pasadena oh, okay. going to school. But it was here yeah, in the okay. area. Okay, sorry. And and I could not. Yeah, sorry. I've been looking for that. Don't be sorry. I, I was hoping you might know. Uh, uh, but I can't find a classical station. So what I do now if I'm studying or doing something is I go online and pull up one of these classical guys. And I have it plugged into my other thing over here so I can listen to it without having to wear headphones. And uh, that's just kind of like Susie said. It's like de-stressor. But it got me through medical school because every night I would do an hour of classical music and uh, then I was done. And it helped me study tremendously. And I know a whole lot of these. I just don't know what they're called or who they were, like Bill. But I, I recognize it because I heard so much of it back then. It was in my background noise. But it it really helped. You know, the, it, it, the re reason I asked you where it was, because in St. Louis, and remembering you were kind of from there, um, from, uh, the, the Lutheran Seminary in, uh, I think it was Concordia, and pretty close to Washington University and University City, or Clayton, um, had a, mu a classical music station, KFUO, and they were around forever. Um, I don't know if they're still there or not, but that's that when you were saying that that was a classical music station with hardly any uh, any talking. The only talking they did was to let you know what piece was coming up. Yeah, that's how it was here. And I have looked. I can't find them. So if either of you guys can find them, that would be fabulous. But it's great stuff. I mean, like Susie said, so relaxing, so Easy going. I found something the other day. Now, let me see what it says. I'll tell you real quick. It says meditation music, classical relaxation. 
and I put it in, and nobody talks there because it's not a radio station, but the music is fabulous. I did not think uh, I would ever enjoy that kind of music that much. I just put it on in the early days because I needed something to study without people talking, and that way with the headphones on in my home, nobody... I was not bothering nobody. I was studying back in the bedroom where I had a desk. And I got to where I really liked classical music. So now I've got some Strauss and this meditation and some different stuff laying around. But like Susie said, it sure is good relaxation. Now, Bill, I know you know. uh, What's that? Oh, I I just did a search on YouTube, and there's a lot. Um, I found one in particular, um, and... You know, I, I think I've mentioned to y'all maybe, but uh, I, I've been super interested in megahertz. Um, you know, it uh, it said that when before David was king, he was just a mere little shepherd, and so one of the ways that he kept his his herds of uh, sheep kept them or whatever he was herding uh, calm was through harp playing. But not just harp playing, but megahertz. And so um, there's this one, and I'll put it in our, our chat room at dotcrooper.com. And it's uh, uh, Chopin, the best uh, nocturnes t- in 432 um, hertz. And it says it's great for reading or studying. So this kind of makes sense. Well, now, Bill, explain that. Uh, I know a lot about electricity and megahertz, but I don't know how that ties into classical music. Nope. Me either. <laughs> Never heard of it before. <laughs> so, Susie? Wh- well, it, <clears throat> well it, it ties into, um, you know, your brain, so to speak. Uh, you know, think about this. the uh, The tones, if you will, and the megahertz of like you know death metal or black metal, and you know how how agitating it can be. That's because our our bodies um, have electricity running through it. Um, these the, the the megahertz that complement you know our our brains and our bodies are soothing. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, take us to the recipe department and. Um... We'll see what you got up your sleeve. So, you know, there's been a lot of talk the last few weeks about einkorn, and, and, you know, I just want to encourage people to get away from that, um, you know, processed flour, um, genetically modified. Plus, uh, there's a nationwide recall on flour, you know, and and what's going on, um, you know, with, with all of our foods is just, it's evil. So um, I get my einkorn flour at uh, jovialfoods.com, and and they've got other stuff. They've got some wonderful pasta. Uh, I like their spaghetti pasta. And then, you know, they've got others that are, you know, made with rice and whatnot. But I just wanted to come up with this week a, a simple einkorn recipe because, you know, when you, when you first start playing around with this stuff because of the high protein content and you can't in in, let's say in in a loaf of bread or even maybe a cake use einkorn where you can use the einkorn one for one 
in replacement of this modern uh, flour. But you're supposed to use about 20% less liquid. Well, it, I, I wanted to come up with a recipe for a starter, you know, for someone to just start, you know, playing with it. And this is just an einkorn buttermilk pancake. And um, we, ha we had these the other night for dinner. And uh, so it's uh, pretty simple. It takes about 10 minutes, uh, you know, to throw it together and 10 minutes to cook it. Um, and it says that this is enough for eight people. Well, well the way my family eats pancakes, no, uh, no, <laughs> it's not enough for eight people. But it's in probably enough for six. So two cups of the einkorn all-purpose flour, and just be super careful um, when you're when you're measuring it. Don't don't stick your measuring cup in your uh, canister and kind of compact it. Actually, what I like to do, I pull my canister down, which has a it's glass with a screw lid, so you know it stays fresher. And uh, I just pull my whisk out and I stick my whisk. And now you now you can. Uh, certainly, um, um, I'll sift it, but I, there's no need. I just put my my uh, whisk, give it a you know a little fluff, and then I just kind of um, actually the best way is spoon the flour into the container rather than just getting in there and you know digging into it and, and taking the risk of it being too compacted. Um, and so then it says, two, and shame on them for this, two tablespoons of white sugar. I use the uh, whole cane uh, sugar raw. And um, then you're going to want um, a teaspoon of baking soda, two teaspoons of baking powder. And, yes, you can get, I think it's through Bob's Red Mill. There's probably some others out there. You can get some organic. Um, you don't want aluminum. You don't want aluminum in your... Uh, in your baking powder at all. A uh, teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of, uh, of butter melted, uh, two and a half cups of buttermilk, and two eggs. So you just simply do all your dry ingredients together, then you add all of your wet ingredients. Um, you know, while, while my griddle is getting hot, it's long enough for it to, to sit. I like to let recipes that that use einkorn to kind of rest a little bit, um, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes is enough, so it can absorb that, that liquid. And then uh, just pour out your, this makes, you know, fairly big ones. Um, this says to pour out about half a cup of batter uh, at a time. Um, I don't think I, I used half of a cup, probably more like a third of a cup. And uh, then just on pancakes, and I may be preaching to the choir. When you start seeing those bubbles on the top, um, and, and then they, they kind of pop, that means it's time to uh, to get in there and turn them because nothing's worse than turning a pancake and have it break in half. But I think um, that this is a good, a good recipe to start with and kind of get a feel for um, for that einkorn flour. And I am putting this, again, in the uh, chat room at dotcrupa.com, and it'll stay there. And uh, you can see on the end of 
this link, it literally says, I'm corn, buttermilk, pancakes. Loves me some pancakes. So, it's just, um, I was going to uh, do this one for a natural uh, bug repellent, and I'm going to save that for next week so y'all can tune in for that. Um, and I'm going to go... Um, to help Doc, I'm going to go over this how to uh, how to freeze bread. Now, if it's done properly, um, and I've messed up plenty, um, it'll freeze for a year. So um, I doubt it, this does say, but before you start, if you're going, uh, if you're doing fresh bread, take it out of the oven and let it cool first. So I really doubt Doc is going to be baking any. But in the event that you do, let it cool off. Uh, it does say, um, and, and you call it, of course, you know, when you've got one of those big old nice pretty baguettes, you know, it's, you just you don't want to cut it up until it's time. But it does say that um, if you will cut it, go ahead and pre-slice it and then wrap it in plastic. It'll help keep a uh, funky uh, freezer scents, uh, you know, from getting into it. Um, and I would say, um, you know, wrap it a couple of times in the, uh, <clears throat> the freeze in, in the plastic wrap, but then <clears throat> I would go ahead and, and put it into, um, a, a bags that are marked for freezer because they're thicker, um, they tend to have, you know, like the, the blue zipper line on it as opposed to the red, blue, in the cane cool. So it's a freezer bag. <clears throat> the only thing different is the mill. It's, it's thicker. Um, and so um, if you want to keep it, you know, in that, in that same bag that it that came with, then just wrap it a couple of times with the... Uh, with a, uh, with a plastic wrap, and uh, I don't want to say names here. Um, and then, uh, of course, put a date on it, like, a, you know, a, a wonderful sourdough is going to last longer than a year around here. Um, and then that's it. Um, it, it. Evidently cutting it up and, and slicing <laughs> it, then wrapping it in plastic wrap, um, Maybe you can divide it, you know, between between two uh, two baggies, but uh, that's that's it. But yeah, that's what I did. That when you sent me some of that bread, I I was like, oh, just put this in the in the freezer. No, it it dried out, and and yeah, I could have gone in that hand to hand combat with it. I was broken hearted. <laughs> How about uh, the vacuum sealing? I have one of those that I do sometimes. That would work good. I, I think I would probably still go ahead and wrap it in plastic wrap just to be safe and, and then vacuum seal it. Okay, I'll try that because I was so disappointed. This bread looks right? so That's good. Cheap. And the longer I cooked it, the more it laughed at me. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have uh, been able to take some some bread out, and I'm not that brand, you know, from that bakery, but I, um, I get some from natural grocers. They've got a ciabatta, and then they've got uh, another sourdough baguette, and so I just kind of brush it with some, some water and wrap it in, in foil, 
and then, um, well, after it thaws, brush it with some water lightly, not soak it, and then wrap it in foil and put it in the oven. But that bread that you got was so fresh. There was no preservatives in it. That was a prime, I mean, this is artisan loaves that, that Doc's talking about. But um, Yeah, I think yeah. that was Domicello, wasn't it? That's right. That's what it was called. Yeah, so packaging it is uh, properly is, is the absolute key. You know, you did it and I did it. Uh, that paper is not going to give it any protection. Yeah, I learned a painful lesson when I cooked that forever. And I thought, well, maybe if I soaked it in water like a submarine, it might work. But <laughs> <laughs> it, you probably couldn't even make like a bread pudding out of it, you know, so soak it in, in, in milk, and I think some bread puddings are like, they have rum or whatever, but that that probably wouldn't have penetrated it. I mean, it wouldn't have the, the loaf that that, that I let, let get rock hard. Yeah, I have a wood chipper in the garage, and I thought about running it through. Well, if you want to ruin your uh, your wood chipper. It probably would have. I, I don't have trees in the yard that were ever as tough as this bread was. And, I mean, I cooked it for a long time. It probably cooked 30 minutes, and it was harder. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. And I thought, That's well. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I thought, well, I'm wrapping it and cooking it. It's going to come out wonderful. No. Made me and the scotch you know, bottle. Me and the scotch bottle talked to each other. At least I think we did. One of us you know, was talking. But- when you make some homemade soup like you did, and you're just uh, your mouth all set for that that crunchy bread, you know, with with some butter on it, uh, I I can't imagine it just being a complete flop. I mean, yeah, I can. I've had it happen. Well, yeah, and I just got my butter because I had ran out. I usually buy three uh, or four packages of that raw butter up there at Calico, and I ran out because they hadn't been making butter because they didn't have a building. So I bought a three or four, and I was so excited. Oh, it is so, so good. But anyway, I learned my lesson, and next time I buy from Domicello, I'm going to wrap it with plastic and and shrink wrap it, and maybe maybe that'll do it. What do they say for warming it up? Wrap it in something and put it in the oven for 350 for so many minutes? Well, let's see if they get in here to... Bill, what do you think? Have you done that? Nope. I'm just listening. I'm I'm learning stuff. Y'all keep going. <laughs> well, they they don't really get into reheating, but but what I've done is, uh, and it works every time, except for when I let my uh, beautiful bread ruin in the freezer, uh, like like you did. Um, you just take it out and let it let it thaw. While it's wrapped, you know, don't unwrap it and let it get exposed to air. And then when it's um, thawed out, wrap it in foil and put it in the oven. Okay, I didn't do that. I put it in right from the freezer, so that would have helped too. Yeah, no, just bring it out, let it sit, and... um, See, we wouldn't have these damn problems if you just send the care packages like you're supposed to to Bill and I. I know. I'm sorry. All right. Well, at least you're sorry. We accept your apology. All right. Well, we're at that time of night. 
uh, Susie, anything you want to throw out there or go after? I'm so glad you came to life because you sounded like you were not having a real good afternoon, but you really came to life like usual, and I love that. I think it's good for all of us to do the show. So take it away. So even though I admitted to saying hang, all of these uh, people who created the jab and perpetuated it, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like tr uh, Trump. Might be, there might not be anything I could do wrong. Um, but, no, that's it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I needed it. Uh, you know, um, I think my bottom lip has been dragging the floor for at least a week, and uh got to figure out a way for it not to do that. So I enjoyed it. Well, I think you'd feel really good about yourself if you sent Bill and I those care packages, but that's just me. Bill, <laughs> take it away, Bill. Yeah, I uh, I was really glad you talked a lot about stress, and I think you this is something that you kind of need to address just frequently because it's um, it, it affects us all, and it affects us all uh, seriously, um, and it's it's insidious enough that we hardly ever know that it's happening, except the when it's too late. And I think that to be aware of of the kinds of things that that bring the stress into our into our thoughts and our lives, uh, and understanding the health implications of that, it's, it's an important thing. So I, that, that good job, <laughs> keep it up. Well, thanks to you and Susie, this this is a really really great show, and I appreciate you guys tremendously. And I know the audience does too. And um, I was thinking, you know, we're always talking about me finding money laying around the other day i stopped a little fast food hamburger thing because i was craving a hamburger and right in front of the register was a dime and a penny laying on the floor and nobody would pick it up everybody was too proud well i have a dime and a penny <laughs> and, and i have no shame i have no shame it, it is so funny that people are too cool they will not pick up change on the ground. Uh, they won't pick it up where other people might see them. I have no shame about that at all. I've, uh, Like I said, I found 11 cents. That was 11 cents I didn't have to pay for that hamburger. So it's just, just kind of funny. <laughs> but anyway, I am so grateful that you and Susie are here, and I'm so grateful to our audience. Please listen to the show. We do have commercials, plus we have our um, our Rock of Gibraltar, the new man of food people, with uh, uh, the uh, wonderful, wonderful products that they have. I have a big old bucket I'm looking at across the room there, uh, new man of foods. They've got everything, and they chose the name new Mana because it's food from heaven. And I thought that was kind of cool. So uh, please listen to our sponsors. Now, the radio commercials, I don't know. That gets put in there. But Numana's our guy, and they've been supporting us from the very, very, very beginning. So we're very grateful for them. And uh, also, our friends that were Susie and I get coffee, and Bill's had a little bit that we've sent him from the 
coffee and tea junkie. Uh, she sent us some coffee a few times. And Susie's the one that turned us on to her. So support her. They got great stuff. Real flavors. And um, good prices. It's a fair price. Uh, I think, Bill, we sent you some espresso or something from there. I forget. Yeah, yes. It's pretty good. Pretty good way to start the day. Are you still getting that Pete's coffee? Is that your thing still? Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of switch around. Um, I've, uh, you know, I, I use, have Pete's and I have the, the Death Wish coffee. Um, and, um, it's, uh, yeah, now I did send you the Death Wish one time that it said it was the strongest yeah. coffee on yep. earth. I don't remember. Susie, did we send well, you Death uh, Wish? No, no, I haven't had that. The strongest coffee you ever sent me was that that Vietnamese coffee. And then I was doing a little bit of research um, mm. online and came up with, well, the way that they actually serve that is they make some kind of uh, um, uh, syrup that you pour in it with sweetened condensed milk. Yeah, it's and, a wonderful uh, coffee if you get it from them. Yeah, so to drink it uh, straight up like that, um, yeah, that's going to put hair on your chest. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> I had to run the lawnmower through there after my last cup of that. But, yeah, the way they make it, <laughs> if you get some Vietnamese coffee in a restaurant, it is fabulous. I don't care what the ingredients are. It's fabulous. <laughs> All right, well. Have I don't you ever, know if I'd want a woman who drank that and got hair on her chest. I don't know if I could deal with that. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, Susie, did you try it according to their recipe? No, I didn't. I, I needed I, I needed sweetened condensed milk. And, of course, I'm not going to buy that stuff in the can. And so um, I go to one of my favorite blogs, and he's got a recipe for it. And he talks about his Vietnamese or mother-in-law or something like that loving um, the Vietnamese coffee. And so he he's saying that he initially came up with this, you know, lower-carb, healthier version of sweetened condensed milk so that, that he could, uh, you know, replicate this coffee from her homeland. So may, maybe I'll, I'll pull that out of the archives and we can talk about that next Wednesday. Yeah, well, in the meantime, just try it the old-fashioned way they make it because you're not going to drink gallons of it. Who cares? And it tastes so good, it will you you will never forget that flavor. It is an amazing flavor. Um, Bill, yeah, have you ever not, tried it? Uh, no, I, I, I keep waiting to get to a Vietnamese restaurant because and, and, that's really the way I want to get into, into that because it really sounds great. Yeah, it really takes them a while great. to make it. It's a lot of work because they got to steam the milk. and But, oh, it's so worth it. And, and like I said, who cares what the damn ingredients are? It's that good. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at that time, guys. Thank you and Susie so much for being here. And uh, I think it brings us all back to life. This is our adaptogen doing the show. And we thank all of you that listen. And the people in India, whoever's listening, uh, it, it says about 2 or 3% of the audience sometimes. Uh, we're so grateful for you, and we'd love to hear from you. But anybody anywhere that's listening to the show, um, we're grateful. We're humbled. And uh, the fact that you take your time 
to listen to us is this is just wonderful. I hope we're a little bit funny and entertaining and educational and give you some food for thought. But anyway, Susie and Bill, thank you so much. Love you guys like the audience does too. And may God bless you all with health, happiness, keep you at peace and free and safe. And I'm still not smoking a cigar yet, but it's still time for good scotch, <laughs> good cigars, and good night. Yeah, good night, all. Thank you, guys. Good night, everyone. God bless. Seems the love I've known has always been the most destructive kind. Guess that's why now I feel so old before my time. Yesterday, when I was young, the taste of life was sweet as rain upon my tongue. I teased at life as if it were a foolish game. The way the evening breeze may tease a candle flame, the thousand dreams I dreamed, the splendid things I planned, I always built to last. On weekend shifting sand, I live by night and shun the naked light of day. And only now I see how the years ran away. Yesterday, 